Today is January 16th, 2024. This is Read Through the New Testament. Read Through the New Testament. And uh, this edition of the Read Through the New Testament is a little bit different. Yes. So normally on Tuesdays, we record our class session that we do live in class. But today... Things are so cold here in in Rockford. Halstrom was canceled for the second week in a row. Yep. So we actually made a video of our class session. Mm -hmm. We taught from a video and sent that out to all of our students. And so on this podcast, we're just going to include the audio of that video. And in the description, I'll give you a link to the video if you want to watch it on video. But you're all set up to do this on audio. So if you want to just do this on audio, that'd be fine. But if you want to see our face and a nice warm fire (laughs) for this cold day, you guys can uh, tune into the YouTube video. All right. Okay. All right. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Today Today is (laughs) Tuesday, January 16th, and we should be meeting for class today, but... Happy cold day. Happy cold weather day. Yeah, and um, this is Read Through the New Testament, and rather than just doing an audio podcast for you, we thought we'd give you a video today. Yep, and we have a fire behind us to keep us warm. (laughs) And we are toasty warm on this cold day. Um, just enjoy your time at home. But we wanted to do a video podcast a little bit like what we would mm-hmm. do uh, in class. So maybe just a little bit more expanded uh, upon our readings um, and just kind of give you a little bit more direction because we figure we have a little bit more time right. today. Yep. Yep. But we're going to go ahead and do our readings for today. And since we're starting a new book of Ephesians tomorrow, yep. uh, we're going to do a little overview of that for you yep. guys today. Yep. And um, yeah, so also when we get to class next Tuesday, uh, just we're going to have just a bunch of readings. Like we've missed a, a class. This is the second class we're missing. Right. And so just think about what we're missing. We're missing our Read Through the New Testament song. Right. Right. So you guys, so can, you guys can sing that on that your own. Check that out on yep. the website. You can do that. And we're missing uh, checking all your summaries. And what else are we missing? And we're missing a special treat of fresh bread. If you came to class on time and I had it ready to bake tonight, today. Yeah. (laughs) So you can maybe have some imaginary bread right now or maybe get something to eat right now and pause the video and then get that so you can kind of enjoy your time together. Yep. Okay. And um, so today we are in Luke chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. And we're going to read that for you. And Luke 3 is really the beginning of the ministry of John the Baptist when he comes uh, baptizing and preaching and preparing the way for the Lord. So we're going to read this for you. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate, being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Ituria, and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of the Lord came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. So a listing of all these people, mm-hmm. these are like uh, the senators or the, the kings of the different provinces. So mm-hmm. how appropriate here in this political environment Hmm. like just all the political people in charge i think it also helps to um help us date this historically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it even help helps to validate the authenticity of of this because these are real historical figures yep 
Yeah. And uh, verse three, and he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be lift, shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall become straight and the rough places shall become level ways and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Okay, verse seven. He said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. This is a fiery preacher of preaching of John the Baptist. Yeah. Right here. Uh, verse 10, and the crowds asked him, what then shall we do? It's really interesting. They're just kind of saying, if we've got to repent, what is repentance? Mm -hmm. And all these have to do with money. Like, don't, don't be greedy, whatever. Turn away and realize just financially how that reveals your heart. And he answered them, whoever has two tunics is to share with the one who has none, and whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect no more than what you're authorized to do. Soldiers also asked him, and we, what shall we do? And he said to them, do not extort money from anyone by threats or by false accusation and be content with your wages. Just, hmm. That's what the fruit of repentance is, just a change in your actions. Okay, verse 15, as the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ, John answered them all saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Yep. This is the preparation, the, the preparer for the way of Jesus. John the Baptist wasn't the Christ. Okay. He prepared the way. So we don't have all of chapter three done, but yep. some tips on a summary would be that this is about John the Baptist yep. and his his ministry, his, his baptism. Yeah. Okay, or his fiery preaching. Yeah, fiery preaching, yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to Ephesians. And since we are starting um, a book, we're going to take a little bit more time uh, in... Well, actually, we need to read Galatians. Oh, we need Galatians first. And then we'll, and then we'll introduce Ephesians. I'm you. way ahead <laughs> of us. Okay. Um. Galatians 6, verse 1, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But each one, let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor for each will have to bear his own load. 
Okay, verse 6. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap from the, from the flesh corruption. Um, will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. So Paul took the pen and he's writing it nice and big. He says, it is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh who would force you to be circumcised and only in order that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. Okay, verse 17. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. Amen. Okay, and that's the end of the book of Galatians. Yep, and just to help you with uh, an outline here. Um, you can just look, I think verse two is a key command, bear one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think also just a key idea here is don't grow weary in doing good. So mm -hmm. just continue doing good. Uh, and then the last section, you know, it's just boast only in the cross, mm -hmm. not your circumcision, not your works. It's only in Christ Jesus that you will boast. And remember, we've been talking in Galatians or reading in Galatians about um, the importance of um Trusting in faith right. rather than our works. Right, right, right. not your works. So it just wraps that up. Okay, okay, so pretend we're in class. In fact, this is kind of is our class. Right. right? You are in class. Your class home. right now, guys. It's going to be the shortest read through the New Testament class that we've ever had. <laughs> um, so we're going to introduce the book of Ephesians. So even if you, you know, pull out your your little handy dandy book um, right. and. And open to the Ephesians page and the notes page over here. I'm going to attach onto our Hallstrom website for on our class page. I'm going to attach notes for this that you can print out um, so that you can then copy it. But we would like you to put it in your book over here so that you've got that available for reference. Mm -hmm. but. And um, this book, Ephesians, is, is one of my favorite books in all the Bible. Mm. Like it, it really... Um, it really helps to find so many things about just what our salvation is about, what the grace of God is about, what the church is about, and just how important unity is, and just gives real practical instruction for our marriage, and for our kids, and for work, yeah. and praying, and just like all these different sorts of things. It really, um, it really almost stands alone. It's just this nice book to really help and understand. Uh, just some core truths of, of Christianity. So let's just think about the beginning, right? Ephesians, okay. so it's written by Paul. Right, it's written by Paul. He's same guy who wrote Galatians. 
Same guy right. who wrote Philippians and Colossians and First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. He wrote all those. Mm -hmm. um, this is called the prison epistle, which means that he wrote it when he was in prison, when he was in prison in Rome. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's writing to people who live in the city of Ephesus. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called Ephesians. Yeah, and easy. But something interesting is we read about this in the book of Acts is that he lived in the city of Ephesus for three years, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so he knows these people very well and they know him very well. And so he's writing a letter to his good friends. Yeah, you can read in Acts chapter 19 when he planted the church. Um, and then he kind of went back there. There's a revival broke out. He was back there and was there for three years mm. in the school of Tyrannus, mm. uh, just teaching the disciples just about Jesus and who he was. This is he spent more time in the church at Ephesus than any other church in the New Testament. Mm. And in fact, um, when it was time for him to say his last goodbye to mm. them in mm. Acts 20, he was. They were all very, very sad. Yeah. Um, and because they just they cared for each other so much. Yeah, it's one of the most tender scenes in all the Bible to read his last words to the Ephesian elders mm -hmm. at uh, Miletus in Acts chapter twenty, mm -hmm. the last part of the chapter. Um, so I think maybe that's yeah. why I like this book, because he he loved the the church at Ephesus. Paul did, um, and by this time um, it may have been pastored by Timothy. We're not exactly sure. But so in your overview notes, you can write that the author is Paul, and then the people he was writing to, that would be the recipient. The recipients. Um, yep. It's the Ephesians. And then it's good also to, to note in the overview, what's the occasion? Why is he writing this letter? Yeah. And what and, would that be? Yeah, and a lot of that is that um, there is division in the church. The big division in the church is between Jews and Gentiles and where they... They mix together. They're racially so different. They're culturally so different. And uh, the, the vision of Jesus, when he died, he died for Jew and for Gentile. He, he died not just for the Jews only, but also for the whole world, which sounds wonderful until you try to mesh different cultures together. And uh, in Ephesians, basically, he's urging Jew and Gentile to live in harmony with one another. And that comes through speaking about God's marvelous grace to all of us. And now we've all been saved from our sins by his grace. We've been mm -hmm. made one new man, and we should walk, Jew and Gentiles, fellow recipients of the, the same promise. And so we should walk in that unity. Mm -hmm. Kind of levels the playing field yep. for everybody. Yep, that's what Ephesians is about. <clears throat> okay, so that's an overview of the author, the recipient, the occasion. Um, and then how about the structure? Yeah. So it's sort of an outline. Yeah, you, go ahead. Okay, so we've got one through three is... The doctrine or principles. Or teaching or truth. Teachings, yeah. What Jesus did. Okay, and then chapters four through six is more practical. So you could say chapters one through three would be doctrine. Chapters four through six would be practice. Yeah, so one through three is more what Jesus did. And, you know, four through six is more what we well, do. What we should do. What we should mm -hmm. do in light of what Jesus did. And... And there are many books of Paul that are organized like this, that doctrine first and then our practice after that. Yeah, that's a very common outline for his letters. Yeah, and I think it's super because the, the Christ, Christianity isn't just about doing things. It's about realizing the reality of God, the reality of salvation, and then responding to God in so, application. So it's like the why mm -hmm. and then the what. Yes, exactly right. right. Always. Yeah. Almost always. And uh, in the doctrinal section, chapters 1 through 3, 
Um, it really speaks about how we are are saved by grace. And God has just lavished blessings upon us. And Paul prays a couple times, just praying that we would understand just how great is our salvation, how great is the love of God in our lives. And he's he saved us by his grace. And then he's called us, Jew and Gentile, into one body, into one new man. And so that's like the calling of what God has done in the doctrine section. Okay, and then the practical section, chapters four through six, Paul likes, there's a key word. There's, likes to use the key word of walk, which really refers to what we should do, how, how we should live. It, he uses the word walk mm -hmm. quite a few times. And so we should walk worthy of Christ. That's the big idea. And then and you'll see that in chapter four, verse one. Yeah. You walk worthy of the calling with which you've been called. Chapters mm -hmm. one through three describe the calling. And then chapter four, verse one is this hinge. And it says, walk worthy of the calling. Mm -hmm. And then some specific things would be about walking in unity, walking in purity, walking in love, walking in light, walking in wisdom, and then instructions about marriage, family, and work. Yep. And, so what, yeah. Oh, and chapter six is also about standing firm. So yep. we have walking in four and five and then standing in chapter yep. six. I just encourage you, whenever you come across the word walk, right, put a big box around mm -hmm. it or highlight mm -hmm. it or emphasize it, and you see it uh, five times. Walk in purity, right? Walk in unity, walk in love, walk in light, walk in wisdom. And then when that's done, it's real practical about marriage and family and work. And then after all these metaphors about walking, the key thing we've seen, right? Stand. Stand firm. firm. Put and on you, the whole armor of God. Right. Like you're a soldier and you got to stand firm. So we've been walking and then we need to stand. And having understood that, then you kind of go back to chapter one and there are some uh, emphases about sitting. Look at chapter one, chapter two, sitting. We're, we're seated with Christ. Yeah. That's what it, we'll go back and talk about. Yep, seated, secure <laughs> in Christ. And you see a lot of those in chapter one when we get to that tomorrow. Yep. And then lastly, some themes. That's the third section on your page of notes down here. Um, some themes would be grace. Yep, is for a sure. big one. For sure, yep. Um, also, the phrase in him or in Christ is used quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, also, the theme of unity comes up because that's why Paul is writing this book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then these concepts of sit, walk, and stand mm -hmm. are some themes. Yep. So again, I will have this attached on our class website, um, on, on the Hallstrom website, that is. And so you can print that out and then copy it into your book. Okay. Okay. All right. We've had a great time with our video class here. <laughs> yes. And uh, enjoy your, your cold day at yes. home. Stay warm. Stay safe. Yep. Enjoy your time at home. But this is a class shortened down. We had about 20-minute class here. Yep. Okay. And then for the other days of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we will have podcasts for you guys still yep. posted as usual. Yep. Yep. And hopefully, Lord willing, we'll see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. Bye-bye.